1: Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my Coffee Talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. Do stuff. Be clenched. Curious. Not waiting for inspiration's shove, or society's kiss on your forehead. Pay attention. It's all about paying attention. Attention is vitality. It connects you with others. It makes you eager. Stay eager. Susan Sontag. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode for today. We are going to be talking about the key to concentration. Being that, I mean, just in general, I feel like I've been trying to concentrate a little bit more. I feel like I've been trying to rein in my focus. It's just been an overall subject of my own. So I figured also with spring around the corner and all of us kind of like, you know, feel like we're doing some spring cleaning, not only just in our homes, but I tweeted this the other day, our bodies and our souls as well. And with doing a little bit of spring cleaning with my soul and just with work and everything, concentration has been a big I guess key element of mine. I've recently become a little bit more aware of my ability, or lack thereof, I might say, to concentrate for a long extended period of time. So here's why I think that is. The reason why I think we struggle to concentrate is, well, for starters, checking our phones is the biggest one. Every time we get like a notification or any kind of like text message, it's almost even like a phantom limb effect when you don't even need to get a notification or a text message. But have you guys ever just like, you know, reached over, grabbed your phone and checked it, even though nothing even went off? Perhaps you even just checked it like 30 seconds before that or even just spending time on your phone from like toggling apps and having multi-dimensional conversations at once. Our phones are such a huge distraction. I feel like they're almost actually like a separate limb at this point or an additional limb, I guess, at this point. I feel like our phones are never too far away from us. They're always within arm's reach and they're the biggest distraction because I feel like anytime you go to do anything, it's just like sitting there and there's so much you can do. There's so much Just at your fingertips and even if or especially if there's something you need to do that requires your phone, for instance, I do a lot of work with my phone, the amount of times that I go on my phone to do one thing and then find myself falling down a wormhole to be like, okay, wait, why was I on my phone again is way way, way, way too often. The second thing that I think kind of pulls at our ability to concentrate is that everything is trying to get our attention. We have a lot going on in our day and age. In our lives, we're trying to juggle work tasks, we're trying to juggle personal relationships, even things all the way down to ads on TV or anywhere you go for that matter. There's ads literally everywhere on billboards, commercials, in the middle of podcasts, which we will get to later. (laughs) Just in general, everything is trying to pull at our attention because our attention is key. When you can get the attention of mass groups of people, then that in a way translates to power. So no matter what you're being pulled to, no matter what is asking for your attention, no matter what your requirements or your responsibilities are, a lot of the times we're trying to be in multiple places at once with little triggers or flashing lights or pretty looking things calling for us or beckoning us to give or put our attention there instead. Another reason why I feel like we struggle to concentrate is that we're not always enjoying the task that's at hand. Like, Perhaps you find it hard to focus because you don't necessarily love the job that you're doing. I know that there's been jobs that I've done in the past, or even to this day, there's projects that I'll sometimes be working on that I'm not necessarily excited or over the moon about, but it's something that I've committed to and it's something that I need to see through. That said, because it's something that I'm seeing through and committing to, but it's not necessarily something I love, I do find that times like that, it is a lot harder to concentrate and focus. When there's passion driving your or energy towards something, it makes it a lot easier to basically hook yourself into it. But when you're like dreading doing something, any kind of distraction is a lot more welcomed to our day to day. Or perhaps maybe you're just like not interested in the subject you're studying at school. It's not loving what's going on in your personal life. So it's making it harder to focus on the task that's at hand. Or it's been a while since you've done something that you know, you wanted to and not just because you've had to. I feel like that is another thing that I noticed that when I'm really, really, really struggling to concentrate and I sit down and I'm like, okay, what's going on? It's been like four days in a row that I feel like I just haven't been very conscious with the actions or the things that I'm trying to do. And a lot of the times I'll ask myself, okay, well, what was the last time I did something that I wanted to do and not that I just had written down that I had to do? If you really ask yourself this question, and I mean like, I know that there's a lot of things that we do because we love doing them. For instance, yoga is something that I love to do and walking Bentley is something that I love to do and cooking dinner are things that I love to do. But a lot of the times I'll end up putting those tasks into my to-do list, almost like a routine or a scheduled habit that it's not doing it because I want to do it. It's doing it because it's just that time to be doing it. And for that reason, I'll become aware of when was the last time I basically just did something out of the pure inspiration or the captivation to just do it. And when you're doing things out of a love or doing things out of, you know, an in the moment inspiration, it's a lot easier to sink your focus than it is if it's just like a scheduled task. Again, I know that that is not necessarily something that's easy to change all the time because, of course, we need to be able to plan out our days and our weeks so that we're being productive and we're staying focused and we're making sure we get everything done. But I feel like if you really inquire about the last time you've done something or given yourself time to do things because you want to do them – Odds are if it's been a while since you've done something like that your brain is just way overworked and it's on overdrive. Another reason that we might find it hard to concentrate is that we're feeling emotionally or physically distracted. Maybe you've got something going on in your personal life. I know for me, for instance, a lot of the times actually I in general there's always something going on in our personal life or our physical life whether it's just like you feel like you have a headache or maybe you got into like a fight with a friend or your boyfriend or whatever but I know that like days like today, for instance, I'm not necessarily jumping over the moon in the best mood today, but for some reason, it's actually making it easier for me to focus. But at the same time, I've had it on the complete flip side, opposite scale of the spectrum where I've felt like I've just been so overwhelmed by my emotional life, or maybe I'm feeling really overwhelmed by how physically sick I feel. Like for instance, just last week I was feeling a little sick and I just could not for the life of me get anything done. And it's really hard to focus when there's something that's pulling at your attention, whether it's physical pain or emotional pain. But sometimes that can also just boil down to a resentment or some sort of subconscious thing that we're holding on to that maybe we don't even consciously realize. Like something Becky said to us two weeks ago or Even if we're just like excited about something, knowing something that's coming up around the corner can make it really hard to focus and give our attention to something when we just keep getting bubbled up with excitement, thinking about the next thing that's coming around, like a trip or a wedding, or like I said, feeling mindfully exhausted, or like I said, physical things as well, like physically hungry. These are all little mini distractions that really pull at our ability to concentrate. And there are things that you might not realize are getting in your way, but once you've heard them said out loud, or once you've kind of paid attention to them, some of these might be triggering some red flags to you right now. That's like, oh yeah, there it is. That's why I haven't been able to sit down and focus on my work lately, or that's why I've been feeling uninspired to concentrate on my goals. And it's totally normal. It's totally human. I don't think we can always feel like hundred percent concentrated all the time, But that's why I felt like talking about this topic today so that maybe we can, you know, hash it out and get this conversation out on the table so that we're able to walk away from today's podcast episode feeling a little bit more focused and feeling a little bit more driven. So like I said in a recent podcast episode, I want to start incorporating a lot more of your guys's input and questions into these episodes. So I tweeted out all of your guys's questions about concentration, and we're going to go into some deeper topics along those questions into the second part of this podcast episode. But for starters, I'm just going to answer a quick one that I had that's related to why we might be feeling distracted.
0: When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's angi.com.
1: So at underscore A-A-A-E-V wants to know what are things that you find distract you the most? So I did name off a few of them in the beginning. But my, I would say, top distractions, the things that I struggled to basically focus on or the things that pull away from my focus the most are, number one, definitely my phone distracting me. I will spend hours sometimes just scrolling. Like I will scroll through Instagram, scroll through Twitter, just scroll through all my social media, close it all down, try and get back to what I'm doing. And then suddenly I'll notice myself scrolling past the same picture again. And that's normally when I notice. That's when I'm like, oh, my God, I just saw this picture like two minutes ago. So that is the first distraction. My second biggest struggling distraction would have to be my thoughts. I think that a lot of the time I can get very tangled into my thoughts. That is why I try really hard to be more mindful. And it's always just, I guess, for the last like, maybe not always, but for the last like year or so, it's been a big, I guess, focus of mine, funny enough, to work on things like meditating and work on things like being more conscious on a day to day level because my thoughts are so, I guess, overwhelming. They can be overwhelming in the sense that my thoughts run about a million miles a minute. So I'm always trying to keep up with my thoughts, keeping me running a million miles a minute, which makes me feel like I'm not focusing or taking the time to like really breathe into what's going on around me. Another thing that really distracts me and it's something that makes it so that I've been making a big, huge effort to get out is cleaning my house, like especially because I work from home. If I walk by my office or if I'm sitting in my office like I am right now and there's any kind of mess or like clutter around me, I'll find myself stopping whatever task I have to do to try and like clean up the area around me. I think that one That's because I'm a big, big person with atmosphere. So it's hard for me to focus and get things done if I feel like there's a mess around me because then I feel like I'm messy inside my head. Does that make sense? I hope so. Anyway, so long story short, I, I try and get out of my house if I know that there's something I need to really zone in on on my laptop so that I'm not just getting up and finding myself cleaning the bathroom and then I'm cleaning the kitchen and then I'm cleaning like my bedroom. And yeah, you guys get the drill. But the next thing is, things that I'm excited about. So when I'm really, really, really anticipating something or excited about something, for example, the fact that I know like Arthur's coming back next week, he comes back in seven, eight days now. So when I get really excited about things like that, I notice that I'll start just basically like planning things to do with whatever I'm excited about. Like I'll look up things that we can do while he's here or um, we have like a couple trips coming up, so I'll start like making mood boards for that and stuff when I should be focusing on other things. And the flip side of that is things that I'm upset about. Like I mentioned to you guys earlier today, and I hope I'm not dampering anyone's mood with this, but I'm just not having the best day, I guess you might say. I'm just not feeling 100% myself, even though I feel like I'm still showing up for all the things that I need to show up for today. I'm just aware of the fact that I'm feeling a little off. And a lot of the times that tends to be a big distraction of mine, although today I'm kind of using that negative emotion to channel it into really pushing through with my routine and my schedule for the day. And it's been making me work really hard today, which has been freaking awesome. But normally when I'm really upset about something, I find it really hard to basically focus. And something that I've been trying to do again lately, and maybe I can make this a podcast episode for another day, is channeling negative emotions into positive action. So basically every time you feel upset or weird, using that power and that energy to channel it into cultivating action that is actually going to benefit you rather than enable you or hinder you in any way. So again, a podcast episode for a different day, but that's basically what I've been doing today. And then last but not least is just feeling overwhelmed by trying to do too many things at once. Now I am the queen of doing this. I will basically load up my to-do list for a day with like 20 plus things. And that's just like not feasible for a normal human being. Like nobody has enough time to be trying to do like more than 20 things in a day. So trying to do too many things at once makes me feel like I'm stretched apart or pulled apart to too many things. And then I feel like I'm either half-assing what I'm trying to do, or I'm so overwhelmed that I'm finding it super hard to focus and concentrate on what's actually in front of me because I'm so worried that I'm not going to get to everything. So Those would be the main things that I find distract me the most. We tend to talk a lot about motivation on these Coffee Talk podcast episodes. And one of the questions that I I wanna ask what you guys think is, are we really feeling unmotivated or are we normally just distracted? So ponder the answer that you guys might have to that while I take a really quick break to bring you guys some messages from the sponsors that brought you guys today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. So, I asked you guys just before we took a quick break are we really feeling unmotivated in times where we're finding it hard to do things, or are we just distracted? Just the other day, I was sitting and thinking about concentration, or better, I was meditating on it because, like I said, it's been a big focus of mine lately. So, when I sit down to do my meditations, a lot of the times I try and center on a focus of the day. And my focus on that day was, funny enough, concentration. It's been a while since I've been able to do yoga flow without stopping for longer than about 15 minutes. By that, I mean normally I will punch out a time block, almost like a kitchen timer on my phone or with my Google Home, and I will do my yoga or do my meditation throughout that time and just basically wait for the timer to go off. But lately I've been setting my timer or my clock for about 25 minutes, but around the 15 minute mark, I'm always kind of peering over at the timer or asking Google how much longer I have. Ever since I've been switching over to like using my Google Home to do so, I've noticed that without being able to physically look at the timer and having to verbally say like, hey, Google, like how much longer is on my timer? It's daunted me to the realization that, oh, my God, I'm not able to focus as long as I used to. So when I was sitting to do this meditation in particular, I was thinking about concentration and just how I've been struggling to meditate as long as I usually do, struggling to do my yoga flows as long as I usually do. And it made me realize that it's not that I don't enjoy doing these things that I'm trying to do. I'm not unmotivated to do the things that I'm trying to do I get excited I get interrupted I get overwhelmed I quit and or I freak out and that takes all of the enjoyment away from my task for instance I will use the same example of meditating and yoga when I set those timers I'm setting those timers because I'm like okay I have 25 minutes to meditate then I have 20 minutes to do some yoga flow then right after that I have to go into my workout then I have to make it to my shower and you get the idea so long story short I feel like I'm starting this task and I'm getting really excited to do it. But then I get interrupted by my thoughts of being like, oh God, how much longer do I have until this? And then I have to jump to this. And then I have to jump to that. And am I going to have enough energy to do all this today? And am I going to make sure that I'm getting all of these things done? And oh shoot, these are only three things out of the 21 things I'm trying to do today. Feeling mindful is basically being motivated. So when you're feeling unmotivated, ask yourself, where is my mind at? For me, where's my mind at today, my mind is not focused on this weird feeling that I have that I just don't feel like myself. Why? Because I know that if I were to basically entertain that idea, I wouldn't be able to concentrate and focus on anything that I needed to do today. So today I made a conscious effort this morning when doing my meditation that I wanted my mind to just be on the task in front of me. I wanted to focus on whatever kitchen timer sprint I was about to do, which we'll talk about in the next um, portion of this podcast episode. But instead, I said, whatever I'm feeling, no matter what it is, I can think about it in my free time after all my work is done. Instead, today, I want my mind to be on the mindful moment that is right in front of me. I know that sounds a lot easier said than done, but just being aware of where your mind is at is going to make it so much easier to find out what is actually causing you to not be able to concentrate. So let's jump into some of your guys' Twitter questions now. The first question I have is from Sarah also known as Sarah Bell underscore 20, wanting to know what's the easiest way for you to get into that concentration, quote unquote, flow state. For me, I know that whenever I feel like I need to enter any kind of flow, I need to anchor my mind. So I'll always meditate before I'm supposed to enter any kind of flow, whether it's actual yoga flow or workflow or, you know, personal life flow, whatever it is. Visualizing whatever I'm about to do from start to finish of whatever task is at hand makes it easier for me to open my eyes and get to action, kind of already living it the first time and then doing it the second time. Visualization is a huge, huge thing of mine. I'm a very visual person. So if I can anchor my thoughts to the idea or to the thought process of going through something from start to finish, visualizing it, and then getting up and doing it, it makes it so that while I'm actually doing the actions, it's a lot easier for me to see it through and follow it through without getting any distractions in the way because I know how it's supposed to look. Does that make sense? Another thing I like to do is to set up my surroundings, like getting rid of my distractions, such as my phone. I'll turn it off or I'll put it on to, what's that mode called again? I think it's like I wanted to call it distraction mode, but that's not what it's called. It's called uh, Do Not Disturb. I'll put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Or I'll tuck it somewhere far away. I'll get really comfortable so that I don't, you know, fidget and try and move around or be like, oh, I wish I was in a sweater. I wish I wasn't wearing jeans. Like, no, I'll just get comfortable from the get go. I'll make sure that my stomach is fed so I'm not like, ooh, I'm hungry or ooh, I don't really feel like I can concentrate right now because I feel dehydrated or I feel like my brain is running on just like low fumes and I'll make sure that I have water nearby me as well so that I'm not like, oh, time for a water break, time for a coffee break and basically just set up my surroundings so that no matter what, everything I need is in arm's reach so that I can sit down and focus on whatever I'm trying to do. Another thing that I'll try and do if I'm trying to get into any kind of flow state is to literally move into it. Like this is if I'm really, really struggling right before I go to do anything, I'll put on a song that matches the tempo at which I'm going to be working at. So if I'm doing something that's going to require me to concentrate, I'll put on some like nice flowing music. Or if I'm doing something that's going to require me to like punch out a lot of energy, like maybe going to the gym or if it's something that's like filming where I want to be super happy and excited for you guys, then I'll throw on some like dancy tunes and I'll actually move my way into doing the task. Once the song ends, I'll anchor my thoughts, sit down and get to doing what I need to do. But sometimes just getting up and doing a little movement, a little dance before you move into what you're trying to do actually makes the flow state come a lot easier than if you were to just basically try and sit down and focus. A lot of the times we don't realize how much our brains are being worked on the day-to-day and our bodies aren't. So I think that movement is super key when you're trying to get into a flow-like state. Also, concentrated flow is the sense of mind, not body. So make sure that your body isn't restless. Like, Getting up, moving, stretching, dancing, walking, any of these things will help you feel like you're more into a flow. Then last but not least, I'll try and set an attention. Like, why am I doing this? If I have an intention before I go into something, anytime I feel distractions calling at my attention, I'll remind myself of my intention. Because intention is more important to me, at least, when you're trying to concentrate than attention. Every time your attention starts to falter because it's so easy to, your intention can't falter. And that is what's going to pull you back in every time distractions pop up. So the next question we have is from Emma Pratt, also known as Emma Clara Pratt. And she wants to know, please, could you talk about how to maintain concentration when under a lot of time, pressure and different deadlines? Also, how to concentrate efforts on the important things in life more generally, for example, friends and family, without feeling guilty about not working. So for me, this comes at one thing at a time. There's always going to be a lot going on at once, and it's easy to feel super overwhelmed about that, especially when you have different like timelines and deadlines. And I think that if you can sit down before you get started and you plan ahead of time by mapping out all of like the little mini milestones and goals before that break down, your ultimate deadline, then when you do get to getting up and getting to action, you feel like you have everything covered and you're not forgetting anything and you're not feeling overwhelmed by all of those different deadlines because, you know, like, for instance, if you have a couple different projects and tests, it's like, okay, realistically, instead of trying to do all of it in one day, If you break it down into smaller goals and then you plan what days you're going to do those goals, you're going to feel like you have everything mapped out and planned out that you won't feel so overwhelmed by all of these things tugging at your concentration. If you have a plan, then you can concentrate more easily without worry of missing anything or being late on something. And then on top of that, if you have scheduled on times and off times, I think that's also super important because during your off times, you can concentrate on things like friends and family and hobbies and the things that you enjoy doing and love doing like instantly. I think about earlier how we were talking about when was the last time you've done something because you wanted to do it, not because you had to do it. That is why off time is so important. Scheduling off time and making sure that you're sticking true to your off time is going to make it so that you don't feel guilty spending time with friends and family, because during your on times, That is when it's time to concentrate on work, tasks, goals, to-do lists, etc. And you need to be able to balance those on and off times and associate yourself with the importance of the balance of on and off times so that When you're spending times with friends and family, you're aware of how much happier it's making you, making your ability to focus and be more productive and happy when it's on your on times, and not only that, concentrate better on your on times, you'll see that it all kind of feeds into the same thing, you know? Anytime you want to feel guilty about spending times with friends and family and doing things that are not necessarily work all the time, remind yourself of The importance that comes from your overall sense of wellness and happiness and the way to balance out your wellness and your happiness are by doing things that you love and doing things that spark joy in you. And a lot of the times that comes from friends and families and hobbies. If you keep a log somewhere too of all of the things that you're doing during your on times, for instance, like your goals, your tasks, your to-do lists, whatever you use. I use an app on my computer that is called Things and it just tracks all the stuff that I do on a day-to-day basis so that... When I do start to feel guilty when it's time to turn off, I'll look at what I've actually done that day, see all the things that have been ticked off and feel like, wow, okay, there's no need for me to feel guilty today because I'm actually doing a lot more than I think. So keeping a log somewhere of all the things that you're doing and accomplishing will make you more aware anytime you do feel guilty of how much you're actually doing. So we have two more questions on how to stay focused when you have big to-do lists like we already talked about, and when you're trying super hard to concentrate only to be distracted within a minute because the task is boring. We're going to get to both of those questions right after we take another break and talk about some of the sponsors that brought you guys today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. Okay, so next Twitter question, by the way, guys, another little note, make sure you guys are following on both Twitter and Instagram, because I definitely want to get as many of you guys on the Coffee Talk podcast as possible. And I'm loving hearing your guys's input and answering your guys's more specific questions. So just wanted to get that out there so that you guys know that if I didn't get to your question this time around or if you didn't get to input your question this time, make sure you do it next time, because I'm going to literally try and pick as many of you guys as possible as we continue to go down the line of all the Coffee Talk podcast topics, but this one in particular. At Haley X Langley wants to know how do you stay focused on a huge to-do list without getting overwhelmed by all the things that you need to get done? So, like I mentioned, I like to do things using like sprints or the kitchen timer method, like we discussed earlier. On average, we can usually concentrate for about 45 minutes before we tend to get distracted or our brain starts to just turn to mush pretty much. So I'll set a timer for that amount and then take about a 15-minute break to break my concentration in any given way, like getting up and dancing, like I mentioned, walking Bentley, sometimes it is getting up and having a snack, no matter what it is, just 15 minutes of even just scrolling on my phone or listening to some music, doing so will make it so that when I tap back into that 45 minutes, I'm able to focus again. When I do have a heavier day ahead, doing sprints allows me to basically concentrate on 45 minutes at a time rather than feeling like I need to concentrate all day and that it's never going to end. It's almost like working out. If you were to do 50 reps, it feels like those 50 reps go on forever and ever like a lifetime. But instead, if you just focus on one rep at a time, thinking like, okay, one. And on that one rep, you feel every fiber of that muscle Pulling up that weight, then two. And again, you visualize or you put your concentration into every single fiber of your muscle pulling up on number two. 50 does come a lot sooner than focusing on, oh God, I still have 48 more to go. You know? I also like to pick out what I'm doing and put my to do list or any other tasks away until I'm actually finished doing that specific task or the portion of it that I've committed to. So not looking at my to-do list isn't gonna continue to distract me and make me feel overwhelmed by how much I need to get done. Instead, it's like, okay, I've picked out this task, I'm putting everything else away, I'm not looking at my list again until my 45 minutes is done or until this task is done. Listen, I've never been very good at doing this. If you guys maybe, you know, listened to the podcast episode two episodes ago on overwhelm, then you'll know this. I can get overwhelmed very, very easily because I do try and do so much in one day, but using these tips has definitely made me more productive than I've been in a while, even when I feel like I could be more easily distracted today, for example. So I think that the kitchen timer method is the biggest one that I use for concentration, but then also again, too, just not overloading my day with too many things. Like if you can Be sure to prioritize if you feel like there is a heavier day coming where maybe you can't go to the gym that day or maybe there's some things that need to be pushed later on into the week and know that that's also okay too. You're doing the very best you can and just constantly remind yourself that. So the last question to answer is by Simran or S-I-M-B-E-D-I-X on Twitter wanting to know, I've been trying so hard to concentrate on work only to be distracted within the minute. How do you stay focused on a boring task? So we kind of touched on this a bit earlier, but a book that I was reading recently talked about how everything in life can be a form of meditation. When we fully check into a task, even if it's just as simple as taking a step up a stair, there's always something that we can focus on. By that, I mean literally next time you're walking up the stairs, don't just run up the stairs or gallivant up the stairs without paying attention. Take each step one step at a time and feel every muscle as you lift yourself from one step to the next. That in itself is a form of meditation. Even when a task is super boring or I feel like I'm dreading it, I try to give it my full undivided attention as if I'm an alien dropped into this life for the very first time. This is a mental thing that I learned to do from Jen Sincero's You Are a Badass, but it's basically like picture your life right now or picture wherever you're at or whatever boring task you're about to do but forget everything that's happened in your life up until now as if you were an alien dropped into this body, dropped into this life, and this is just like what's laid out in front of you. Looking at it like that with that fresh, like focused perspective can make a boring task seem completely brand new again. It also takes away the predisposed assumptions of things that are going on in your life, like, oh, this sucks or this is boring because we've put that perspective on something if we've done it before in the past and thought that it was super boring. But I bet you, you can all think of one thing at a time in your life, any kind of task, any type of situation that you may have been kind of dreading or not looking forward to, only to then finally show up and do it and realize it was not as bad as you thought. If you can change your narrative from this is going to suck and this is so boring to this is going to feel so good to have it done, then changing that whole perspective and changing that whole narrative will make it so that it's a lot easier to concentrate and focus. Another thing you can do is look at it from a minimalism perspective, which is another thing I've been trying really hard to focus on lately too. If you think about it like this, getting this task done today is going to be one less thing out of my life, therefore more freedom and light for me to focus on other things going on, then it makes it feel like a little bit more of a minimalistic attitude where a lot of the times if your to-do list is really big or you're feeling like there's a lot going on in your life, then getting this thing done is one less thing for you to have to worry about. I'm gonna do this so that I no longer have to give it my time and attention or energy or get the work done so that you can go home without having to take that energy home with you. Another little mind game that you can play, and it's the last one I'll give you guys since I know I've given you a few in today's episode, but it's to play the web game. This leads to this, which leads to this, which leads to this, which leads to so on and so forth. For example, doing this boring task is going to lead to getting paid because this is work, which is going to lead to saving up for a trip, which is going to be New York, which is knocking New York off my bucket list, which is super freaking exciting. See how we just turned a super boring task into a super fun task, or at least tied it to a super fun task. It's all about the why. Why exactly are you doing this? And This is kind of tying back into the intention thing that we talked about earlier, but usually even the most boring or unenjoyed tasks are feeding into a bigger task or a bigger goal into our life, whether it's like you need money for something, and so that's why you're doing a boring job, or maybe it's that you need the education to chase your dreams. No matter what it is, there's normally a bigger intention. And if you fully believe in your intention, no matter what, if you can tie that intention to no matter how small the task or how boring the task, then let me tell you, you're going to be unstoppable. Being able to concentrate is the key to being able to see through to your own successes in life. These little tips and thought starters are basically what have been helping me lately, but I want to hear yours. So make sure you guys leave me a comment on Twitter or Instagram, or feel free to comment in the cast box comment section, wherever you're listening to your podcast, just leave me a little message on ways that you like to concentrate. And aside from that, make sure you also send in your questions for the next podcast episode. And I will talk to all of you guys very, very soon. Hope you guys are drinking something nice and warm and that you walk away feeling a little happy lighter and just, I guess, with a better general ability to focus today as I am going to on the next task on my to-do list. (laughs) Bye, guys.